seven years old Third row pew John 3.16 Something changed in me Red letters coming off the page Flooded my heart with amazing grace I knew then I believed And those roots run deep Oh, I've been through some fates Shaking hard times, yeah But nothing's gonna make me church out of me the devil gonna try and take me out of that church but you can't take the church out of me gonna have my worries well that's part of life but then i think of those stories about what my god can do he's still moving like he did back then born again people can i get an amen? amen we've all seen the proof he makes all things new Gentlemen, how are you on this episode of Rise Up? We are at episode 24. God bless you and thank you, uh, folks. We had some serious, serious technical difficulties in here on this Monday. It is a Monday, right? And uh, if the devil knows anything, he knows that people hate Mondays. But guess what? We love Mondays here on LFA TV. We absolutely love Monday. We love Mondays, okay? We love Mondays. Mondays are probably one of the greatest days, Mondays, best day known to man. Gotta love Mondays because we go, we all get to come back together. You know, we get to, uh, we get to tell each other about the weekend. Uh, and, uh, so I get here this morning. Okay. For all 500 people that are watching right now. Uh, God bless you. Thank you very much. I get here the, uh, this morning and major technical difficulties. I'm talking about all the TVs in my studio. 
don't work. They just decided not to work. All three of them behind me at the same time. You tell me that's not the devil, but guess what? You can take me out of that church, but you can't take the church out of me and you are not going to hold me down. Can nobody break my pride? Can nobody hold me down? Whoa, no. We've got to keep on moving. So what do we do? Pow! We pop up the LFA uh Backdrop. So it is what it is, right? So I want to thank everybody for being here. Roku, Firestick, uh, the app, Rumble, where our home is here on LFA TV, and of course the podcast cast as well. Uh, so yeah, you're just joining in. Uh, we got here this morning. Major uh, pr- um, studio technical difficulties, but you can try to take me out of that church, but you can't take the church out of me. Thank you guys all for being here. How do I send my message? There's no button. I'm hitting the return button on my phone. Ray, we see it. We see your message. We see it uh, when you put it up. Uh, I want whatever Jeremy is on, said Lacey. Well, it's just called the Holy Spirit. You know, I'm mad. I got mad. Don't get me wrong. I got mad when I got in here this morning. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. And then Eli's like, well, worst comes to worst. We could pop up the backdrop. And I said, well, it's a blessing that we got it, isn't it? It's a great thing that we have it. So we're here. Nothing can stop what's coming. That's this podcast. That's Trump in 2024. And that is Jesus in his second coming. Amen. So anyway, folks, I hope you had a wonderful weekend with your families, with your friends. I hope you got good rest. Uh, We're going to get into it today. You did not get a morning newsletter from me today because of all the technical difficulties that we were experiencing. So uh, it's stride. Nobody can break my stride. Okay, stride. Nobody can break my stride. No one's going to hold me down. Okay, I got you. I got you. And some rise up, Jeremy. Well, of course. Of course, some rise up. Uh, Thank you, Lacey. I appreciate that. Yeah, we have this background uh, just because uh, when we go to shows and stuff like that. So, of course, we had to break it out because we had uh, some technical difficulties this morning. Uh, I have no way to chat, said Majogo. I can see you chatting right now. Thank you for the the dollar. I appreciate it. Uh, But I can see you chatting. Kong with the $5. And I have no way to chat, but I can see you chatting. So I don't know what that means. I'm sorry to hear that. Let's go ahead and have a prayer. Okay. By the way, that was Ann Wilson with the song Sunday Sermons. Great song. And what I love about that song is that guy was heading out of his house in the morning, saw all those people that needed help on his way, went to the uh, hardware store, went into town, got everything that those people needed and brought it back and gave it to them. If that isn't the uh, if that isn't what I mean, that's exactly what I do in life, too. I, I stop. If anybody I see needs a ride. If anybody that I see, I saw, you know, guy picking up cigarette butts one day, anytime that I can stop and ask if anybody needs help, I do. And so that video really hit home with me when I watched it this weekend. I'd seen it before, but it really hit me different when I watched it this weekend. So I wanted to bring it up this morning. Lacey says, we don't care what it looks like. Amen. Amen. As long as we're here to give our love to the Lord. Uh, speaking of that, let's do that now. Please bow your heads and let's go to the Lord in prayer. Lord and Heavenly Father, wow, what a great, great, great time it is to be alive, to be handpicked by you to be here, and then to be a follower of Christ. Lord, we thank you for that, uh, that option and that opportunity. We thank you for free will. We thank you for love. We thank you for choice. We thank you for the people that are in our lives, and we thank you for the ability to be able to share and spread the seed to those people 
that are in our lives so they can experience joy, kindness, compassion, and of course the theme of this year, peace, like we enjoy right here in the LFA family. Lord, we pray that you lift up those who do not feel that joy and that peace and show them the true word and the true light and, and, and glory uh, uh, of, of being in uh, walking with Jesus and, and, and in the, uh, the presence of the Lord. We pray that you can show them that and touch the whole, have the Holy Spirit touch them and, 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 uh, and um, that they can come to know your name. They can come to know your word. After all, the word was in the beginning with God and the word was God. And then you spoke all of us into existence with that word. We thank you so very much for that, Lord. We ask uh, that you um, bring health and restoration to those who have been in the hospital or those that are in the hospital right now undergoing surgery or just trying to uh, just trying to rehab uh, themselves, whether it was from surgery, whether it was from sickness, Lord. We pray for those that are in financial, um, financial distress, uh, that you give them what they need. Uh, and, uh, and if you bless them beyond anything that they need, then we thank you for that, Lord. And we pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Miranda Dolan is in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go to the Rumble Chat, as the Rumble Chat does look new. It does look new now. Let's go there now. There it is. Miranda Dolan. There it is. She just donated $10. She said, Lord Jesus, we take dominion over the devil right now in Jesus' name. He can't take us out of the church, but it, he can take us out of the church, but he can't take the church out of the out of us. Amen. Uh, we've got Amanda Collins in the building. Majogo, a dollar. God bless you. Lacey Barkalo, praise the Lord for he is good. Amen. We've got planted by the water says, yes, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. L. Dooley, I didn't know how to chat on my laptop, so I'm on my phone. Haven't updated yet. Um, Victoria, uh, Victoria, you just chat right here. So if I pop this up, let me pop this up for you guys. So here's what it looks like right now. Let me, let me press play here. Here's what it looks like if you're on the computer or if you are on the, uh, the app. Here's what it looks like. That, or I mean, if you're on the computer, if you're on the laptop, this is what it looks like. Chat is right here on the side. You must be logged in. If you're not logged in, you do not see this chat. It's right here along the side. And, and if you notice that the title is now below the video, it used to be above the video. Now it's below the video. And of course, if you see my cursor here, right down here to the right is how you rumble rant now. Right down here where my cursor is. See it down here where this little green dollar sign is? That's how you uh, that's how you you rumble rant, meaning how you give a donation. Okay, so there it is, folks. Um, The rumble chat back up so you guys can see it. There's a glitch on Telegram. The arrow send a chat disappeared. It was replaced by a dollar sign. Only way to send chat is to chat chat press. I'm a monthly donor. Um, Sorry. Yeah, I'm not sure about how the 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 update is affecting people, but I will say that it is a much-needed update. Rumble needed this update, and I'm glad they finally did it. Just going to take a little bit of getting used to. So uh, as we don't have a morning newsletter to guide us, we do have a morning title, which is A Godly Whisper Can Silence the Noise. A Godly Whisper Can Silence the Noise. What noise? The noise of the world. The noise of of the devil. Yes, Tommy girl, there was an update. The noise of the, the world, the noise of the devil. The devil understands that the noise of the world can, if piled on correctly to the right individual, that the noise of the world 
can literally discourage you so badly that you want nothing to do or you can't even hear the word of God. So the devil knows, you know, you know those uh, when it rains, it pours statements. Well, ladies and gentlemen, when it rains, it pours. The devil loves that. The devil loves the fact that he can make it pour on you. And he's done it to me. He does it to me all the time. I'm starting to learn how to live with peace, though. I'm starting to learn how to not fall into that trap of the noise of the world. And when things are piling on you, you need a godly whisper. Now, the Bible does tell us that the mere mention of Jesus' name will cause evil spirits and the devil to flee from you. So if you have things piling on you right now, whether they're financial, whether they have to do with work, whether they have to do with whatever, if you have things piling on you right now, I want you to join with me and say, Jesus, I need you. Jesus, I need you. Let's do that together on the count of three. Ready? One, two, three. Jesus, I need you. Jesus, come into my life and make the devil and all of his evil minions flee from me. Jesus, I need you. And believe in it. Know that Jesus is there. You guys have seen those commercials, right? Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Well, why don't we, like a good, like a good savior, Jesus is there. Why don't we have those commercials? Where are those commercials? W. Wilson and Lacey said, God gives you authority to get rid of the noise. Just say it out loud. Jesus, I need you. Like a good savior, Jesus is there. Right? Like a good, like a good neighbor, neighbor, State Farm is there. Well, Jesus is there faster than that. He comes faster than that to get rid of the noise of the world. And the noise of the world is loud, folks. The noise of the world is loud. But I, and now, now, I know I've said this before to you. I know I've said it before. Let me remind you and let me say it again. When you go outside in the morning before you leave work, or maybe you're retired, maybe you don't leave, maybe you, you're home every day, okay? Maybe you're home every day tending to the house, tending to the gardens, maybe you're doing all the, cho- uh, the chores and the, and the errands of the day. I want you to stop in the, middle of, in the beginning of the day before you start. Go outside. It might be cold. Put on a bundle up, okay? <clears throat> go outside, and I want you to close your eyes. How you doing, Gons Wild? Thank you very much. God bless you. Go outside, close your eyes, and listen to the world. But don't listen to the noise of the world. Listen to the world that God created. Big difference. Big difference. Okay? Because if you listen to the noise of the world, you're going to get annoyed. You're going to get annoyed because the noise of the world annoys you, people, the sound of things. But if you listen to the world that God created, it's a whole different world, folks. It's a whole different aspect, whole different perspective. I close my eyes and I listen to the birds if they're out, depending on where you live. I listen to snowblowers or lawnmowers, depending on where you live. I listen to the hustle and the bustle of the day. I listen to the wind. I listen to dogs. I listen to things blowing across the ground. If it's raining or snowing, I listen to the way it hits the ground. I listen for God. I don't listen to the noise of the world. I listen to the world that God created, and it changes everything. It makes you smile. 
Now, to the uneducated or to the ignorant, those sounds might sound the same. They might sound exactly the same. But again, it goes, to, it goes with the whole thing of, I'm going to use this as a prop. You see one thing, I see another thing. You see something that says, rise up with a man on a horse carrying a flag. I see a cross. We're looking at the two, we're, we're looking at the same thing. It is a bag of coffee. But we're looking at two very different sides of it. And it's the same thing with listening. It's the same thing of opening up your heavenly ears, letting your Holy Spirit listen for you, okay? Go outside and listen to the world. Listen to God. It's truly amazing. But you need to drown out the noise of the world, what the, what the devil wants you to focus on. It's very important. Very important. So again, as we go through our devotional books, as we go through our prayers, as we talk, because there was no newsletter this morning, we are going to keep in mind a godly whisper can silence the noise. Now, somebody said you're on editor's pick again this morning. Folks, How many? we have 24 episodes. This is our 24th episode of Rise Up. And Rumble has put Rise Up, a show about God, the God of the Bible, Jesus Christ, on the front of their page 10 times. 10 of those 24 times. I ask you this. Would YouTube do the same thing? Would YouTube do the same thing? I doubt it. Matter of fact, I know they wouldn't. They hate God there. Folks, if you're just joining in, thank you very much. The reason for the different background this morning is because we came in this morning and our entire studio TV setup just crapped the bed. Just crapped the bed. So thank God we had a backdrop that we could pull up behind me so it didn't just look like dead TVs behind me. Dead air. Salty Deb said, Jeremy, you're on editor's pick again this morning. Folks, please pray for Rumble. Thank Rumble. Thank them very much. You can actually send them a message at support at rumble.com and just tell them how grateful you are of their support team because they're the ones that run that front page. They're the ones that make it possible for the gospel to be spread the way it is. It's truly amazing. Now, Since the title of today's show is A Godly Whisper Can Silence the Noise, let's read from 2 Thessalonians 3.3. Again, if you have your Bible with you, which a lot of you follow along with, 2 Thessalonians 3.3. And while you're at it, please like this video. It's either a thumbs up, a boxing glove, or or a plus sign. That is a rumble. Rumble this video for us. Here we go. Safety from the evil one. The Lord is faithful. He will establish, establish you and guard you against the evil one. Christian families are under attack from the evil one, perhaps especially dads. For protection, our reliance is on God to guard us. This assurance, like other aspects of a Christian life, comes by faith. Have faith that God is protecting you. Trust him. In order for you to drown out the noise of the world, which is piling on you, giving you anxiety, worry, and fear, in order for you to even get to that point, you must have faith. Otherwise, you can't rely on God or on Jesus to make the devil and the evil spirits flee from you, causing you to hate what you hear. So you have to have that faith that Jesus and God will take care of you for. That's why when we said in the beginning of this show, Jesus, I need you. 
That was you having faith in God that he would get rid of that. And let you focus on the good sounds that God created. Father, I know the enemy tries his best to attack my family, particularly my kids. I thank you for the promise to establish our family and to guard us against the evil one, no matter how wicked the schemes. Thank you that we are prepared to stand against his attacks and come out victorious. I pray that you will keep the guard up around our home, protect us from unexpected attempts on my family's security and happiness. Guard us in danger. Keep us healthy, both physically and spiritually. Thank you for your faithfulness. Folks, it's not only you that the, that the devil is going to use the noise of the world. It's not only you that he's going to attack. He's going to attack your kids. And he's going to try to get your kids to bring that noise in the house with them, just like they bring in a cold, just like they bring in a flu, to infect you. You have to not only have the... the the, the tools and the resources to understand how to channel out the, 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 the noise and focus on the signal, as Bannon says, right? Signal, not noise. That's what I should have titled the show today. Same difference. It means the same thing. But it's not only you that you need to make sure that you have those tools and resources. It is your family. That is why as a father or a mother, you must constantly be teaching your kids as much as they may not want to hear it. Because if you're not teaching them how to deal with the noise of the world, the piling on that the devil will do, who's going to teach them how to deal with that? The world? You mean the same world we are trying not to listen to? Because it isn't going to be the goodness of God that teaches them if you don't. It's going to be the badness, the evil of the devil that teaches them. I can guarantee you that. I can guarantee you that as soon as you let that guard down or your child lets that guard down because you've not giving them, given them the adequate resources to deal, the tools, the weapons to deal with that noise, as soon as they let that guard down, he will swoop in. He will swoop in. He will make them feel like absolute crap. And guess what? They bring it home and they infect your entire, entire family because they don't know how to deal with it. As a parent, you must equip your children. You must equip them. Now, I want to stop for a minute, and I want to talk about something that I got this morning. New Hampshire, right now, New Hampshire leads the nation, number one, in parents taking their kids out of public school. We saw an 18% drop in public school enrollment of kids who were previously in public school this year because parents have had enough and the public school system in every state is not getting better. It's getting worse, even here in New Hampshire. So what the parents of this state have done have created, and the legislature thereof, have created an environment that actually cares and fosters too Kids going to school outside of public school. And we've created a system here in New Hampshire where businesses in New Hampshire can donate a portion of their, uh, whatever they want every year to a fund, and then children can go to that fund and get scholarships to go to private schools or Christian schools. And New Hampshire leads the way. Why do you think that is? Because parents are sick and tired 
of the devil constantly coming after their children. So they are equipping their children with an adequate uh, way to fight this. And the biggest way that is, is with our public school systems. Now, I'm not saying that we shouldn't have a public school system. We definitely should. But guess what? It needs to be reformed. And I'm not going to reform it while my children are being preyed upon at the same time. I will remove my children. Then I will reform it. We are working hard here in New Hampshire for homeschooling and Christian schooling as a, as a viable alternative to people who, never might not, who might have never thought so. This is the way we need to do this. Or else your kids are absolutely 100% targeted and at risk of being constantly attacked. And not by the public school system, by the devil, through the public school system. So big shout out to New Hampshire for that. We got over 1,000 people watching. If everybody that just came in would like this video, I would very much appreciate uh, all of you uh, doing that. Rumble and share this video. Right now we have 280 rumbles. We should easily have 500 right now. Let's keep it going. Now, here we go. You got your Bibles? I hope you do. Open up to this page. Psalm 34, 12 and 13. Okay? I know a lot of people follow along in their Bibles. Okay? It is Psalm 34, 12 and 13. Whoever you love, whoever of you loves life and desires to see many good days, keep your tongue from evil and your lips from telling lies. Do you remember what I just told you? Lacey Barclow says, uh, Barcelo says, Christian school or not, he's my responsibility. Amen, Lacey. Amen. S. Coer says, finally figured out how to rumble rant. Praise the Lord. Thank you so very much. I thought my adult son was not listening to me when I read to pray, but God showed me he was listening by all of his posts and by the things he talks to others. Thank you, Lord. He's listening all... Although he is. Oh, so you thought he wasn't. And that's the thing, folks. If you teach your kids, they, you might not think that they're listening. You may not think that they are. But you are planting seeds for God to water in their heads, in their souls, in their minds, in their bodies. So just remember that. Remember that. Whoever of you loves and desires to see many good days, keep your tongues from evil and your lips from lying. Well, that is what I'm talking about. If you work on that yourself, that's great. But if you don't work on that with your children and the devil sees that he can open the door to your home through your children by getting them to lie or gossip or be rude or bully kids at school or whatever, folks, it's going to reflect on you. Jay Button in the chat says, God, give me strength. Just laughed at my dog while drinking my field of greens. Yep, came out my nose. <laughs> Love the field of greens. S. Rose 2186 says, started my field of greens today. Amazing. Amazing. Next Bible verse. 2 Timothy 1.13. Again, one more time. 2 Timothy 1.13. What you heard from me, keep as the pattern of sound teaching with faith and love in Jesus Christ. 2 Timothy 1, 13. 
A person's words have great power to subtly shift the direction of many conversation, whether encouraging or discouraging. God uses words to guide and encourage his people. With his help, we can do the same. Father, thank you for the words you've given to show us your love. Help my conversations always reflect you. Amen. In the beginning, there was the word, and the word was God, and the word was with God. The word, words, they matter. Your tongue can speak things into and out of existence. Be very careful what you say. Be very careful what you ask for. And be very careful what you pray for. Victoria says, faithful, if that happens, go to jeremyherald.com or the Live from America page on Telegram and get the link from there. Or go to lfatv.us or download the app on your phone. Amen? All right, we're 20 minutes, 29 minutes past the hour. Lacey says, I need to get some LFA gear to show off at the gym. Yes, always wearing something godly. Always, always, always. As a matter of fact, I had my You Can't Beat God hat on this morning. Usually you'll see me in something that says something about God on it. I've got my Armor of God sweatpants on right now. I'm literally in sweatpants for my Rise Up show. I love it. I love coming to you just raw and fresh right in the morning. Uh, Jeremy, please pray for Joseph. He turned 27 and he prodigal son is now following God again. In Jesus name, may he continue to walk with God. Isn't it wonderful? Isn't it wonderful? Here we go. January 9th. Mighty God. You are the God who makes me strong. We're reading out of Jesus listens. So I come to you just as I am with all my sins and weaknesses. I confess my many sins and ask you to remove them from me as far as the east is from the west. I rest in your presence with my shortcomings in full view. Before I continue to read on this, do you guys know how far, do you not know why in the Bible that it uses the phrase as far as from the east is from the west? Do you know why that is used in the Bible? As far as from the east from the west? Because it's infinite. From the east to the west is infinite. So when God tells you that his love for you is as far from the east is from the west, that's what he means. It is infinite. It's like a circle. It never stops. Once you get to east, you got to go to west. Once you get to west, you got to go to east. Truly remarkable. I am like a jar of clay filled with weaknesses, but I know that your power is made perfect in weaknesses, right? Did we not talk about this? Thank you, Nanny Mae. Thank you, Matt. Very. She says, I'm so excited. My Rise Up Coffee and my LFA Coffee Mug are coming in the mail today. Amen. Amen. I cannot wait for you to enjoy your Rise Up Coffee with us. God bless. God bless. So we talked about this last week. Rock bottom. For all those who are ungodly, for all those who do not have Jesus and do not walk with Jesus, Jesus for them dwells in rock bottom. And that's what this is talking about. Your power is made perfect in my weaknesses. So I thank you for my insufficiency 
It helps me depend on you to infuse strength into me. How I rejoice in your infinite sufficiency. So when all those things are piling on you, the noise of the world, those times are when you use, you understand, I need God. I need Jesus so badly right now. I'm weak right now. The devil is piling things, piling things on me. This is a good thing. Folks, when bad things are happening to you, don't look at them as a bad thing. Let me just say this. And I'm not talking about when people die and stuff like that. I mean, obviously that's really bad, but there's, there is something to be learned or something good out of every bad situation. So let's use a boxer or a fighter who's training, okay? Back when I was boxing, I remember the boxing gym actually is not too far from this studio right now, where it used to be. And I remember I lost, I remember the first time I ever went to the boxing gym, I lost 60 pounds in 45 days. It was amazing. But I remember training to go box as an amateur boxer in the Golden Gloves in the state. And I remember being, um, I remember, I'll never forget this. I was, I was boxing and I was, bo- and I was training, I was training. I was pushing and pushing and pushing. And I hadn't done that that hard since I played football in high school. And I remember I boxed, I, I trained so hard, I threw up everywhere. I know nobody wants to hear that, but I threw up everywhere. And I had already been training for like two and a half hours at that point that day. And I thought I was done because I, I threw up and I was like, okay, man, you worked me hard. So I started undoing my, my uh, taking my gloves off and taking off my tape on my, on my, on my hands. And, the, and the, uh, the, the trainer said, what are you doing? I said, what do you mean? He said, what are you doing? Get back up there. You've got, you've got a long ways to go. And I said, I can't go any further. I just threw up. I'm sick. I can't, I can't go anymore. He said, oh, no, you just begun. But if it wasn't for him doing that, I would have never gotten shape. I would have never lost the weight. Now, this was before I gained it all back and then had to lose it all again like I'm doing right now. But, folks, what I'm saying is, is when you think that you are down and out, that is when you're just beginning, especially with the Lord, especially with the Lord. That's when things, that's when you find out what you're made out of. That's when you find out who you really are. That's when you find out what you can really do. Sorry for going off on a tangent there or on a, on a story. You are also the one who makes my pathway safe, protecting me not only from dangers, but from worry and, ex- and excessive planning. Instead of gazing into the unknown future, I want to be mindful of you as I journey through this day. I'll endeavor to stay close in communication with you, relying on your guiding presence to keep me on course. Kind of like a GPS, right? Kind of like a GPS. Though you are always beside me, you always go before me, clearing away any obstacles on the path ahead. I trust that you are making the conditions on my pathway the very best for accomplishing your ways in life. But folks, God's vision of what's best for you is not your vision of what's best for you. You understand? The things that God needs to take you through might, I would say most definitely would not be the way that you choose to go. God takes you through those things for a reason. And you need to accept it. If something bad happens to you, look up at God and say, what are you trying to teach me? What are you trying to teach me? What am I to learn in this lesson right now? Whether it's something that happened to you or something that happened to a loved one, something that's affecting your life. 
The devil wants you to listen to the noise of the world. God wants you to listen to the world that he created with him in it, with Jesus everywhere, with the Holy Spirit occupying the same space that you are occupying. That's what he wants you to do. That's what he wants you to do. Folks, please, 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 please do me a favor and like this video. Okay, it's very easy. Just click like and you're done. I appreciate that. AMB32 says, I am I love Jeremy's hand talk. Oh, you mean <laughs> you mean this? Yeah, I know. I know. Talk about being a little bit over dramatic, right? Um that is no joke. I joined with an MMA gym and my kickboxing classes kicked my butt. Literally wanted to pass out every time. And my jujitsu class is tough and I leave there drenched. Exactly. Exactly. My kids and I start the annual Bible reading on the first. It has been awesome. Thank you very much for sharing that with us. God bless you. You might want to go left, but God always will send you to the right. Amen. Majogo, I understand, but God promised he would never give us things that we cannot handle. That's right. Again, just because you may not think you can handle, that doesn't mean that you can't. Remember, God's view, God's perspective is very different than yours. Very, very different, right? Um, I rumble every time I jump on. Well, thank you very much for that. Okay, we're moving on. The next book we're going to read is Heaven, 90 Devotions from Our Daily Bread. Now, for the 1,200 people that are watching on Rumble and for those watching around other platforms, today is a new day here on LFA TV. You only, you only get one hour break today. Now, I know most of you won't be able to watch all year. I get that. But today, there's only a one-hour break, and that's at 2 o'clock. Today's lineup. And every day's lineup from here on out, rise up, starts the day off with the Lord, giving our love to the God and our thankfulness to God for this network. Then comes the new show. It is not Loud Majority Next anymore. It is Ungoverned with Sean Farish. That is the next show coming up, Ungoverned with Sean Farish. After that, LFA or Live from America with yours truly, after that, Mike Crispy is back in studio, and he will be back. Him and Frankie will be back at noon. Then at 1 p.m. is the new time slot for Loud Majority, okay? And that will be with Kevin Smith alone. Then 2 o'clock will be a break. 3 o'clock will be Wrong Think with Anna Perez. 4 o'clock will be Moody with Isabella. Uh, and uh, 5 o'clock will be Live from America. So we have a whole day. Everything is changing here. We're getting bigger, stronger, better, faster, more maneuverable, sleeker. And then the first day I come in and my studio craps the bed behind me. My, all my TVs crap the bed behind me. So that's why you're seeing the different backdrop today. So I just wanted to give you that, uh, give you that breakdown of how today's going to be, okay? Okay, give me one second here. Just getting to... Here we go. Perfect peace and rest. This is going to come from Psalm 7120. Okay, if you've got your Bibles and you're rumbling this video and you're sharing this video, Psalm uh, 7120, okay, says this. "Though Though you have made me see troubles, many and bitter, you will restore my life again. 
The psalmist had seen troubles, many and bitter. Yet hovering in the back of his mind was the thought that God would restore him again. The literal meaning of this phrase is bring him to life again. He elaborated, quote, from the depths of the earth, the grave, you will again bring me up. You will increase my honor and comfort me once more. If the troubles didn't end in this life, certainly they would end in heaven. Wow. This thought that some days we shall be in, the God's, in God's presence and enjoy him forever, someday, crowns many of the psalm and is the, an insurance that helps life's present troubles fade away. So focusing on the promise, okay? Focusing on the promise will easily drown out the noise and the problems that we have today. That's what that's saying. 17th century clergyman Richard Baxter wrote, Oh, what a blessed day that, we w- that will be when I shall stand on the shore and look back at the raging seas I have safely passed, when I shall review my pains and sorrows, my fears and tears, and possess the glory which was the end of all. Perhaps no one but God knows the troubles you've seen in life. But this life is not all that will be. Someday your father will increase your greatness. You will be clothed in unspeakable glory. And there will be comfort on every side. His presence and love will bring perfect peace and rest. But guess what? You do not have to wait. That is the secret. That is the secret. You don't have to wait until heaven to experience that. As a matter of fact, all those that have gone before you are praying for the day Jesus comes back because they want their spirit, they want their soul to be reunited with their bodies in heaven right now. They admire you because you have an opportunity to have what they don't have right now. And that is body and soul united in the glory and the light of Jesus Christ. You have the opportunity. You don't have to wait. That's the secret. That's the great secret. You know the great lie, the big lie? This is the big secret that nobody knows. You have the opportunity right now to have everything that God is going to give you in heaven without the fear of not getting sick or dying. Obviously, that's here. But I'm talking about the spiritual connection, the closeness that you could have with Jesus right now is everything that all of those that died before you wish they had right now. Think about it. They won't have that until the rapture. They will not have that until the rapture. And you can have it right now. It's that amazing. It's that wonderful. And it's that free. And it's right there for the taking. Why people don't take it, I will never know. I will never know. But I'm starting to learn that. And the more I realize that, the easier my life is getting and the less I get angry. Not only the amount of times in a day do I get le- I, I, that I don't get angry at things anymore, 
But the level of anger or, or, or disgust or, or stress that I experience is far less. Far less. I may even turn my gray hairs back red again in my beard. Who knows? Choosing joy is the title of the next verse here. Choosing joy. And again, all you have to do is a godly whisper. And it'll drown out the noise of the world and you will choose joy. Luke 1, 46 and 47. And Mary said, my soul doth magnify the Lord and my spirit hath rejoiced in God, my Savior. Here, Mary makes a very clear distinction between her soul magnifying the Lord and her spirit rejoicing. Remember, we talked about this. Our soul is the part of us that us that in considered to be our personality it is our intellects emotions and wills our spirits are the part of us that changes at salvation our spirit always operates in love joy peace long-suffering gentleness goodness faith meekness and temperance that's true whether our souls feelings and emotions feel it or not wow absolutely wow Again, like I said last week, the Bible is true. Whether you like it or not, it doesn't make it change. The Bible is true. Whether you like it or not, whether you choose not to pray to Jesus or to whatever, it doesn't, your feelings do not matter in this. And the same thing that says here about the spirit, the spirit is going to go through these changes and feel these things, whether you feel them or not. Many believers wait until their emotions feel like praising the Lord before they enter into worship. They think it's a hypo- they think it's hypocritical to act like they are rejoicing in the Lord if they don't feel it. Our spirits are always rejoicing in the Lord. Let me say that one more time. Our spirits are always rejoicing in the Lord whether you're uh, whether you are or not, whether your personality, your words, your mind is on it or not, your spirit is. It's actually hypocritical to go by our feelings and not magnify the Lord with our souls when our born-again spirits are already rejoicing. It's like a, it's like a war between the two that you don't need to have. Our born-again spirits are always in tune with the Lord and walking in His joy. Our flesh is often dominated by what it sees and feels. Sometimes it feels like praising the Lord, but the choice rests with our souls. If we choose to praise the Lord, our our emotions will follow. The decision is yours. Today, choose to walk in the joy of the Lord. Folks, God didn't just give you the choice the freedom of choice, just to choose right or wrong. Just to choose between a major decision to do this or to do that. He gave it to you so you could internally choose to always worship him as well. And externally choose to worship, choose joy. You can choose your emotions. You can control your emotions. You can control your thoughts You can control your words. You can control your actions. 
You can control whether or not you experience peace and joy. You have the choice. Nothing. If you choose to experience um, love, joy, and peace, nothing in this world, no matter how many problems, no matter how bad it rains and pours, nothing can make that change. If you choose it, nothing can steer you away from it. Nothing can pull you under. Nothing can rip you away if you choose it. It's that simple. So that's why, uh, uh, not, was it last week or the week before, somebody was all mad at me because I would not give power to the devil. How dare you underestimate the power of Satan? I said, what? <laughs> what? Satan has no power over me. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Satan has no power over me. Unless I choose... To give it to him. I choose not to. In most cases. I'm getting better at it. We'll say that. We'll say that. All right. Let's go to the next. Uh, the next. Devotion here from. Every day with Jesus. Which is probably my favorite book. Probably my favorite. And remember folks. What I told you. When you wake up in the morning. Make sure you force a smile. And I'm not, say, I'm not saying that I don't get angry anymore. I'm not saying that I don't have slip-ups and that I don't get upset and, and lose my temper. I do. But I do it a lot less and a lot uh, less of it when I do it. I'm getting better at it. That's what we're talking about here. I'm not telling you that if you choose joy, peace, and happiness, that you're going to be perfect and nothing bad is going to happen to you. Because that's, that's not the case. Okay? What I'm saying is I'm giving you the, the ability to deal with it when it happens with a smile on your face. You know how much that ticks off the devil? Think about it. Do you know how much that makes him mad when he does something bad to you and he's like, ah, got him now. I got that son of a gun now. Uh, isn't it just too bad? You're going to suffer. Uh, and you look at him and you go, <laughs> what? What? Bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I'm happy. The devil hates that more than anything. Oh, does he hate that? Oh, 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 does he hate it? January 9th. How does faith increase? How does faith increase? Well, Luke 17, 5 tells us, And the apostles said unto the Lord, Increase our faith. Increase our faith. See, they expected Jesus to increase their faith. They could have increased their faith all they wanted. The apostles requested the same thing from Jesus that millions of Christians ask for today. They want more faith. Jesus stunned them with his answer. Just as the truth about faith stuns people today. He said they didn't need more faith. The faith they had was sufficient to uproot a tree and cast it into the ocean. They just weren't using the faith they had. Is marriage valid in God's eye after divorce? Michael Brasco. I'm not sure what you mean. Are you saying, are you asking if you can go get remarried after you divorce? Because if that's the case, no, you can't. You're not supposed to. Now, I know people have. And you, and, 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 and you should repent for that sin. 
You should repent for that sin. Just went, just went on to correct a wrong idea most people have about God, or Jesus, excuse me. Jesus, not just. Jesus went on to correct a wrong idea that most people had about faith. Faith doesn't show up and go to work for you. Faith must be told what to do. It is your slave. Masters don't request slaves to work. They make them work. That's, what the, that's the way you should view your faith. You don't passively hope faith will perform and tentatively ask faith to work. You take the authority you have in Jesus and you command it to work. You command it to work. The reason the disciples didn't see their faith work harder for them was because they had not demanded more from their faith. They thought believing for miracles was so hard that it took more faith than they had. That's not true for them or for us. We have, to, we have underestimated our faith. We have thought we needed many slaves when the truth is this slave faith is so powerful it can accomplish whatever you demand of it. You know the faith God has given you works because you were born again by it. Now that you have experienced the greatest miracle in the life by faith God gave you, don't go back to thinking that your needs are too big for your faith. If you got saved by faith, you can be healed, delivered, provided for, and promoted by faith. So put your faith to work today and don't let it rest until it gets the job done. Now, I know sometimes that we go through some very serious uh, points here to make a point or some very serious rhetoric here talking about slavery and stuff like that. But that's what that's telling you. You are to treat faith like a slave and tell it to do what you want it to do. And not only that, it will do whatever you tell it to do. But you cannot sit back and expect your faith just to work. Doesn't work that way doesn't work that way and for all those that were talking about the marriage and can you get married a lot of people have been remarried just repent and move on that's exactly what Lacey just said just repent and move on if you remarried you must repent for that that's just the truth of it and it's as easy as saying I'm sorry Lord and being sincere and moving on doesn't mean you have to go back and get rid of your second wife or husband a lot of people are, you know, a lot of people don't, they don't really know how to take or understand the Bible. You know, a lot of unbelievers, like I, when I was an unbeliever, I thought that becoming a Christian would make it so you had to like follow all the, I was thinking that becoming a Christian means that I became religious. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. I thought that becoming a Christian means that I had to become religious. And by becoming religious, that I had to literally follow all these rules. And that was not the case at all. I didn't have to follow the rules of Catholicism or Buddhism or Islam or this or that. I just had to love Jesus, have faith in Jesus, know that he died and rose again on the third day, died for my sins, took the punishment of the world on himself for me, and that one day Jesus will come back. And reunite me, my soul and body. That's all you have to do. And after that, everything falls into place. After that, everything falls into place. And somebody said, Jeremy, you have an amazing wife. Yes, I do. By the way, I was never married before. The wife I have was my very first marriage. So praise the Lord on that one. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for Rise Up today. As there's no verse of the day to actually get to today, uh, that is going to do it. 
for Rise Up. So I'm going to take you out the same way I brought you in with a little bit of music from Ann Wilson called Sunday Sermons. Up next is Sean Farish's first show of his own called Ungoverned. You're not going to want to miss it. And then, of course, followed up by yours truly uh, for Live from America. So, folks, remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I love each and every one of you, and I'll see you at 11 o'clock. Sean Farish, Ungoverned, coming up next. God bless. Peace. Some fate's shaking hard times, yeah, but nothing's gonna make